0: Quiet, please. Lock talk, radio. <laughs> Movie Beat conversations with filmmakers where we discuss everything film and television. Here on Movie Beat, you're going to learn what to do and what not to do when it comes to making movies and TV. We will talk to everyone behind the scenes and in front of the camera, and I'll provide you with guests and information you're going to want to have whether you're a filmmaker or or a fan. And so now let's move behind the scenes here at Movie Beat. All right, first off, let me tell you right away that today we're scheduled to have Brendan Mori- Moriarty, director of Road to Freedom, uh, but he is not available, and we are Going to be talking instead. Uh, going to have a fascinating conversation on PR and marketing. We're going to talk to Nadine Jolson and uh, and hopefully Mark Ricard. So if you're listening live, you're going to want to listen in on this. You're also going to want to reach out and touch other people. You're going to want to invite them through Twitter or Facebook uh, or through your favorite social media means to come along and join us. Uh, this will be an interesting conversation about working with filmmakers and and getting the word out about your uh, projects and uh, and promoting yourselves. Okay. Okay, So help me out with that. Tweet, live tweet right now. Uh, Call somebody up. And if you're listening archived, you can do the very same thing because all of these recordings, all of these shows, over 200 of them, are available from my website, Rex Sykes Movie Beat. The official website address is, or URL is, R-E-X-S-I-K-E-S dot com. That's my name. And right there at the Interviews Blog is over 200 interviews of professional filmmakers, uh, everyone behind the scenes from executive producer to craft service, celebrity talent, and all the people on the periphery, agents and managers, PR people like today, uh, all involved in in the movie business are there. Because Moviebeats is really designed to be a resource for you. That's why I connect you up with people who are making it happen. Each and every day in the trenches, and they're going to give away secrets and tips and suggestions and advice and and nuggets, how to, what not to do, nuts and bolts, so that you can make your projects and get them done and advance your careers, but so you can make them easier, faster, and less expensively, all right? So what I ask of you is that you simply share these podcasts, because they're all available, by the way, as uh, podcasts for iTunes, too. Um, and that you leave comments. So leave comments after the show or during the show right there at the player. If there's a comment window, if you don't see it now, it depends on your browser. Wait until the player closes down. You'll be able to leave comments. If, on the other hand, the, play, the comment window is there, leave, leave a comment. Also, rate and review the show and leave comments at iTunes. Whenever you do that, it helps increase our visibility on the Internet, and I really do appreciate it when you do that. It helps uh, get uh, the word out about my guests. So, again, today... Nadine Jolson is going to come up in just a few seconds. And uh, I want to tell you about a couple of announcements that I, I will also make later uh, today during the show. And that is the Madison Horror Film Festival. is this Saturday in Madison, Wisconsin. If you're in the listening area, you're going to want to be sure to stop in there. And if I can find my window, I'm going to tell you all about it. There we go. It is at the Market Square Cinema on Odana Road in Madison, Wisconsin, October eighth, two 2011. They also, on the 7th, Friday evening, have a special pre-festival uh, event. So you're going to want to go to madisonhorror.net. That's M-A-D-I-S-O-N, horror.net, and, uh, and learn all about it. Now, the very same next day is the premiere of The Return of Joe Rich by Sam Oster. Sam has been a guest on the show. The movie stars uh, Armand Asante and Sam Witwer and uh, Talia Shire, and it is going to premiere at the Chicago International Film Festival. Now, it's sold out, uh, but there are two additional showings, Monday, October 10th at 6.15, and Thursday, October 13th. Now, I'm supposed to be in Madison on Saturday the afternoon. I'm supposed to be in Chicago Saturday night, uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, they've got that there. The uh, Chicago Film Festival dot com is the uh, URL. Chicago Film Festival dot com is the URL for the return of Joe Rich. All right, without much further uh, hesitation, let me tell you that Jolson Creative is a high powered PR company that focuses on sharpening the strongest image of clientele needs, and each client that they work with benefits from their strategic man- media placement, exclusive contracts, and personal touch, and we're lucky today to have Nadine Jolson on. So, Nadine, you there?
1: Hey, I'm here.
0: Good morning, and, um, everyone. Good, good morning. All right. So, very nice to to have you here and be able to talk to you in this way. Uh, we're gonna explore the the notion of, of how you work with clients and what the client needs to know in working with someone like yourself and your firm, PR firm, and uh, and and marketing, and in getting their projects out to the world. You know. Um, you can have a premiere, but if no one knows about it and no one shows up, exactly. a, So, so can you tell us a, a bit about yourself and your background? You you come from a showbiz family. Let's uh, let learn. I do, I do. I
1: always say I am born into this business. Al Jolson was my great uncle, and wow. my yeah. So I, I carry the Jolson tradition. My everyone in the business, everyone in the family's in the business. My.
2: Yep. My mother was an
1: executive producer. Um, previous to that, she was a manager of like Roy Rogers and, and uh, uh, Pat Boone and a bunch of entertainers back in the 60s and then went on to be executive producer on, on film projects and so on. My brother was the senior editor at Hollywood Reporter for probably about 15 years and then started his own uh, online site called Hollywood Today and still has that. Uh, as we speak. Uh, and I have fallen into PR, which I adore. I One of my favorite things is to work with young filmmakers and help them get their project noticed. Because when you're working against tentpole films and, and major studio films, it's so hard for them to get noticed. It's so hard for, for them to have a clue even what PR is. And that's kind of what we love to do.
0: Well, let me uh, let me ask you this: What exactly then? Uh, what 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 is PR? I mean, what, I mean, I'm, I guess we all know, but I mean, what really is it?
1: Well, public relations is really what what I look at is I when I interview my clients, the first thing I ask is like like who are you. What do you have to offer the, the community as a whole? And how do you want to be perceived? Like those are the first three questions I ask them. And that's something that most people don't even think about is basically how do you want to be perceived? What are your goals? Do you want to be an independent director who does the best little tiny films, but they're beautifully photographed? Or do you want to be somebody who's always about the story? Or do you want to be somebody who does biopics and and brings a different type of story to life about real people. You know, it really depends on who you are and what you want to bring. And then it's my job to help the public perceive that. So I kind of package you in a certain way in how I write the press releases and how I put your press kits together and even down to photographs and what you wear in the photographs and as far as your image, because, you know, they say image is everything, um, and then who I actually reach out to in the media to do stories on you and to do coverage, because there's, there's different, like, are you kind of more of a behind-the-scenes filmmaker and you want to be known amongst your peers, or do you want to be out in the public eye and you want to build fans you know it's a whole it, it's just everything is different in how we strategize behind the scenes and most people don't know the difference between all the different types of pr that that there is um the biggest i'm not going on too much but
2: the uh, go, go the
1: biggest okay, the biggest mistake that young filmmakers make is they don't even consider pr like it's never even an, a line item in their budget and suddenly, you know, they've made the movie, they've done the casting, they've they've, they've done the post, they say, you know, they're, and then they're trying to get into film festivals or they're trying to get a distributor. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, let me do a buyer screening or let me do something so people can hear about it and see about it. And then they're like three days before they're like, gosh, you know, no one really knows about our project. Should do you think maybe I should call a PR for you know, it's like and right. then we get called. I can't tell you how many times we've gotten calls, three, four days before an event. And you know, and I'm like, Great, I mean we'll jump on board and we can do what we can. But what we recommend to the clients and to young filmmakers and any of those that, that uh are out there listening is Bring us on from day one. Literally, you conceive this film. You want to make this film, and and you want to go out and raise financing, or you want to get some casting call us up. We'll put a little blip in one of the news outlets saying, you know, John Smith is making a movie. You know, people care. That's just starting the buzz. Then when you cast somebody or two or three leads, then let us know. I can call one of the trades, Hollywood Reporter Variety Deadline, and say such and such was just cast in this movie. You may not get more than that sentence in the trades, but that is building buzz. Then... Bring us out on the set. One of our best things we can do is come and shoot behind the scenes. Number one, we get more familiar with your project. Secondly, we have footage and interviews that we can service to all the media outlets when you are ready to go to a film festival or you're ready to go um, out in distribution, whatever it is. We have all this because you can't go backwards and get behind the scenes. You can only do it when you're on the set. And you might be be, shooting in a beautiful location, like we shot a film called Savannah with Jim Caviezel. I mean, I love going out to Savannah, Georgia, and being on the set and really taking that all in. And now when I'm talking to the press, I have so much more to tell them because I have my personal experience of being there and feeling it and smelling the trees and and so on. And it, it gives so much more when I'm trying to, you know, pitch story ideas. It's one of the biggest mistakes people make is they don't film behind the scenes. They don't get interviews with their lead cast and good photos on the set. Good stills are priceless. Um, There's there's articles and reviews that we've gotten just because the photo still looks so captivating. So crucial (laughs) to have good stills taken.
0: Well, that is that is absolutely excellent advice. I want you to continue, but I, I can't tell you how many times I've been on sets, especially with people who nowadays, when they're not a ten-pole picture or it's not a large-budget independent, uh, but these uh, low budgets, independent micro-budget or almost no-budget mm-hmm. films. Where where uh oftentimes they've got enough money to shoot but they have nothing for post and then they're then they're stuck. But exactly. they certainly have nothing they have exact, no dollars for uh PR or marketing. They they haven't thought out their festival run or what they're gonna do with no. the film because it's an after the fact thought instead of a before yes. the thought. Before it the, needs and, to be before the
1: thought. It needs to before a, the
0: thought. I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, 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 no. Go ahead. You're
0: gone. Well, I was just gonna say, I mean there's a couple of things that they seem to forget to do. One, you know, they they uh they will get a friend to come over and take some photos. But you're right. I mean they don't they don't oftentimes have yeah. a still photographer. I was shooting the other day on a film and they finally got and and I you know, I've learned as an older, uh I guess maybe in some ways more experienced person to keep your mouth shut too. <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> when you give advice to other people you say, Hey, maybe you should take a picture here they go, thank you, but they really don't like it, you right. know, if you can, if you can grab the person and, and carry them off, you know, set and say, hey, maybe you should get some stills. But in, in this case, I was on set, sitting there, going, you know, no one has snapped a production still in in the last hour or two. And uh, when when we when we wrapped the shot, then they said, okay, let's get a production still, and they and they gathered the cast. But but it had none of it was none of it was you know a, a, a set shoot. I mean, none of it was any of the action. It was just a post shot at that point. And I was like, well, you know. And uh, but I'm but you know I, I'm not I'm not the producer or the director so I'm not going to you know interfere too right. much. Right. Um, but, but it's uh,
1: so crucial. Yeah. It's so a good. Stills are so so important. And it's you know it, it's I can't believe people don't put it as a line item. It's like let's say okay well let's not have the camera operator and let's not have you know a costumer or let's not have. Uh, the lighting guy work either because without PR is so important and good stills and behind the scenes, it's just as important as the cameraman and the lighting person and all the other crew members that they do automatically put on their list. So if they're working on a small budget they should know that this is a a necessity. You can't effectively make an independent movie and more so than ever it being an independent movie. You need these elements in place so you've got to think about it up front and you've got to plan along and we work on small budgets I mean we're we worked on films from 500,000 to 10 million and you know we always say your PR budget should be 20 percent is a good plan so think about what you're doing and you've got to put it in a budget up front you've just got to plan ahead it's like again it's like well, let's just not have a camera guy. Let's just, let's not have any, let's not feed the, the cast while we're here for the, you know, 18 days <laughs> shoot. You know, it, it's every, you know, you know you're know you going to line item the caterer, you know, you're going to line item a camera operator, you know, you're going to, you know, have an AD, et cetera. Why not have this other, these other people? I mean, it, it, I know um, still photographers who work for like $100 a day. I mean, that's nothing in a budget. But that hundred dollars can sell your movie. That one shot can sell your movie tenfold. So people just but, need to think ahead.
2: Yeah, it and, has been said.
1: And, and, you know, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> 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 no, I was just saying no, that it, it's part of a whole process. That you know, it's like, and then once once the once the film's done, you know, the editing and everything's done, then put together. A, Kill a little press kit. It's so simple. I mean, you know, you can hire a firm like ours to do it, or, you know, if if your cousin knows how to do Photoshop, I mean, you can, you know, and, and Microsoft Word, you can throw something basic together, but it's just, here's the cast, here's a little bio of each of the cast members, here's the filmmakers. Have a director write production notes. It's like telling his story of making the movie. That is, you're going to absolutely, positively need that for any reviewers. Nobody will review films without these elements in place.
2: And you might as well
1: get it done right in post, and that way you're ready to rock and roll with it and send it out. And when you send to these, you know, so many independent producers also – they just they go on without a box, and they start sending uh, their films to all these different film festivals without anybody helping them. And you know, some get in that way. It's true, but generally, it's taking a phone call from somebody like me. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've had it, these producers. And filmmakers that they work with, and they're like, "Oh, I want to be in this festival. I want to be in that festival." And I'm like, "Okay, well, why? Why that one? Well, you know, the director—that's his hometown, or uh, the the storyline surrounds you know that town, or that mayor from that town is what the story is based on, or you know, some connection somewhere." And I get on the phone and I call up the head of that film festival and I say, "Hey, we've got this great film and." blank, blank, a local connection, and they're like, done, I mean, I get an immediate yes on the phone in 10 seconds, it's that simple, but if you're, I mean, you're not always going to have a connection to every town and every film festival, but you also have to understand film festivals are done by... The tourist bureaus are the people who put a lot of these film festivals together. It's for the people in the town to enjoy something and to bring tourists and more money to that town. So you have to have a reason for your film to be there. And if you can find that reason, then those people at those film festivals will graciously invite you in. Does that make sense?
0: It does. It does. And and I've got a couple of statements and and questions. I also want to say that Mark Ricard is is patiently waiting on
2: the phone. (laughs) That's so cool.
0: We want to bring Mark on in just a moment. But I I, I do want to say that um, um, I really like what you're saying because it is, uh, as we mentioned, uh, this should be done. In advance of the film, and in a buddy and friend of of of, of Rex movie, John Reese, who wrote the book Think Outside the Box Office, came up you know with the the notion uh, you know of uh, a producer of marketing and PR you know a, a distribution marketing. And the idea that from the from the inception, you have somebody whose task it is is to is to connect with people, to 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 uh, do the PR and the marketing, and and to work mm-hmm. on the distribution angles of it. And they go through from the inception of the film to you know into post and after into the marketing area. So you know it it is it is um, vital that these things be done now for me for example what i what i think is is unless you can think like a pr person doing your own press releases and trying to get your own stories out there is very tough because one uh, someone like yourself, you know, who's been doing this for a while, understands what the media buys, what they're interested in, what kind of stories they're going to gravitate to. I'm sure not everything works, but, but the, the very fact you could put out a press release, you've got a better chance probably of angling it in a way that would attract yes. attention than, than, say, someone like myself would do. And and on top of that, what I think is important is the fact that I can send out a press release, and then I've got to do all the follow-up, and I'm going to try and make sure that they do it, and I've got to do all that, whereas if I hire somebody to do that, uh, and they're doing that for me that's that's one less thing I have to do, especially if I'm a producer or if I'm a filmmaker. but on top of that is that you have the relationships and the connections already established yeah.
2: where I don't
0: you know mm-hmm. and so if if you can you know uh work to promote my film and and make the calls and put out the press releases and figure out the angles and have all the connections and the and the and the relationships. Then it makes sense that I go to you and go, Nadine. You know, help me market my film, or help me market myself, or help me market my project, whatever. Because, or PR it, You know, because because I can't do all of that. I don't have. I don't have. Oh, I, maybe someday down the, lo, the line I would, but unless I already have it in place, it makes sense to reach out for experts who do.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree because it, it is all about relationships. I mean, some of the people that I work with, because my brother was in this business and he's the one that taught me everything that I know about uh, journalism and, uh, and dealing with reporters and so forth because, you know, he's been at it so many years. It's all about relationships. I mean, I call up and I'm like, hey, how are you doing today? I've got a story for you. And, you know, they're like, great, they'll listen to me. And they'll all get in stories that maybe wouldn't have gotten anywhere else because, they're, you know, again, they're small projects or, you know, one-off movies and so forth. And we'll get ink on them all the time. I mean, it's just amazing. And also position it because it's, it's you know, it's how do you want to position the film and what do you want to do? And again, it goes back to strategy. It's like we suggest when you are making the film and you make a decision, you get finance, you get greenlit, whatever it is, write a press release. You cast X, Y, and Z in your film, write a press release. You get... Like this massive location, or something really fabulous that's part of it, or you get this great musical person, or whatever it is that you know is a real standout on your film. Write a press release. You're on the set, and you know you just film these great scenes. Write a press release. I mean, this is how it's called creating buzz. If you don't think that Pirates of the Caribbean and every other Big giant film is not doing this on a daily basis. Then you're then you know then you're out of your field because they are trust me. They're talking about it every step of the way.
0: Well, that is fantastic. I mean, it, it literally is fantastic advice. And there's an art to writing a press release. I mean, it's not I just yes. can't slam anything together right. Put it out there and, and, and hope that you're going to pick it up. <laughs>
2: Yes,
1: and you know what my brother taught me is he said, this is his favorite line, is he said, A good pestle is just like an ice cream cone. You put the chocolate and sprinkles on top, and then as they start licking the ice cream, they'll keep wanting to go down further and further to the good stuff that's on the bottom. But you always put the sparkly, sizzly, yummy stuff right on top in your lead paragraph, and then the next important thing in your next, and your next important thing, you just keep drawing them down, and then at the bottom can be the, you know, well about the film, about the director, you know, the 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 more informational stuff. But you want to catch them. You got about eight seconds these days to capture someone's attention. Wow. Wow,
0: I'm going to be bringing Mark on in just a few moments. I want to give uh, all, everybody, listeners, and uh, and you and Mark, the good news and the bad news. The good news is that we're going to be we are talking with uh, Nadine Jolson, and uh, we're going to be talking with Mark in just a few moments about PR and marketing your projects. The the, set, the 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 news is that we've had a guest lineup change. The area of what I'm not really sure of is because this show is recording. Um, it's recording under the uh, Brendan Moriarty. Uh, banner so uh i don't know that i'm going to be able to change that, especially when it goes to podcasts so uh what what we need to do is is promote and PR yeah. and market this interview un- under a different title so uh, and let people know that that even though it says the wrote to freedom today it you know it's yeah. actually going to be yours if if i'm going to see what I can do to edit afterwards, but this platform has not been um real conducive to doing that had I been able to switch it moments before yeah. the show. I w- it would have come out under your own banner, but now it's it's it may be under theirs. Just so people are know, or if people are tuning in, or if you're sharing this with other people, you can say, hey, look, you know, you're going to go to this link, but it's a different show, it's different people. Well, all right. Having said that, um, I also I also we're almost at that halfway point, so let me just take the break, okay. and then I'll bring okay. Mark on. And you have been fabulous. Okay. I really do appreciate it. Oh, thanks. Uh, and
1: I'll tell you, Mark is an expert on out of the box thinking in in marketing for films. By the way.
0: Fantastic. That's so, so that's we're going to be talking about that. So if you guys are listening and you're in the chat room, reach out, because this is the time now. Go ahead and tweet and go, look, uh, there's a, a, a cast change here. And uh, we're talking uh, to Oh, experts. and Joshua's he on the and line Mark. holding, too. And, uh, and what?
1: And Joshua's on the line holding, too, the lead of the film.
0: Well, oh, maybe I have Joshua, not Mark. I don't know who I have here. Uh, there's somebody yeah. holding at this moment. Maybe it's Joshua. Hopefully, Mark. Okay. Co- well, well, we'll find out in just a second. <laughs> um, this is live live Internet radio, folks, uh, and so, you know, everything has changed. It's all up in the air, and we're doing our best to, uh, to, uh, to, to swim with the current. Uh, my upcoming guest will be Jane Espenson. She is the writer uh, and producer of so many different shows. Uh, she's been writing for Ellen and Battlestar Galactica and Angel and Buffy and uh, – and, uh, gosh, you name it. And she's now uh, producing a web series called uh, Husbands, the web series, with uh, some other people. And she's going to be joining us next uh, on the next show. Producer uh, of Kiss and a Promise, Lenny Batondo, will be joining us. And then Mark Frost, uh, co-creator with David Lynch of Twin Peaks and, and many other things. Peter Marshall. We'll come back For our director's series He is joining us Kristen Shaw Will be coming back She's an acting And audition coach uh, Rod Lurie Mentioned her very uh, Positively The other day When we were talking With Rod About Straw Dogs And and uh, his other movies uh, Christopher Hadley Is a stuntman And stunt coordinator He works uh, In precision driving As well as uh, Falls and fights And uh, I've had the pleasure Of working with Chris On, on a feature film That uh, I was A producer on And so uh, He'll be joining joining us, and so many other guests who we've got coming up, but uh, that's it for now. Keep in mind the Madison Film Festival, October 8th, 7th and 8th in Madison, Wisconsin, and the premiere of Joe Rich this week, uh, the 8th, uh, 10th, and the 13th at the Chicago International Film Festival in Chicago, if you are in either listening area. All right, so let's see here. Uh, I have on the line... Hi, who's this? This is, this is Josh.
2: Uh, you
3: guys probably thought it was Mark, but maybe he's behind me. I'm-
0: I did. I don't know where I don't know where Mark is at this moment. So I don't know now, either.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I'm I'm on the line. That should be good enough, right? No, I'm just going. That, is,
0: that is, is, hey, is excellent. And uh, for the listeners, what I'm just going to say is, it's Josh stars in the movie Road to Freedom, which was directed by Brendan Moriarty. It's about the disappearance of Sean Flynn, Errol Flynn's boy, and uh, and Josh plays Sean Flynn. I absolutely doing,
3: do. I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well, thank you. I'm glad that you're here. So, how's everything going? Um I've been very much enjoying this uh, conversation with uh with Nadine and Nadine has been instrumental in 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 uh, PR and promotion of of the Road to Freedom. And uh and and you you uh where are you from?
3: I am from uh first off, yes Nadine, you've done a beautiful job. I've been listening the past 20 Hi, minutes yeah. and
2: uh <laughs> it's,
3: it's yeah, you know, she's everything's on point. You know, a, an indie film like ours definitely, you know, has a good has a good story and can, you know, sustain itself. But it needs that reach. It needs that that bigger voice. And you know, Jolson Creative's definitely been able to get us to points of being on this show today and numerous other interviews. So, you know, everything that she's saying, I fully support. I mean, it, it absolutely is the icing on the cake. So it's 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 just a necessity. So um, Thank just you. As for yeah, as for enjoying listening to that as a viewer, but now as uh, you know, part of somebody on the show, I'm um, I'm from San Francisco, California. Was born and raised up in uh, beautiful Napa Valley, Bodega Bay, Wine Country area, and I um, ended up coming down to Los Angeles to pursue acting on a more full time basis about yeah, five six years ago. And um, one of my first full feature starring roles was was The Road to Freedom, and you know it's what we're talking about today, and it was just. Um, it was amazing. It was a really just an amazing experience overseas in Cambodia. I'm sure I'll, I'll answer the questions a little better as you might have something planned to ask. I know that Brendan was slated to be on the show. I think there was a, a scheduling ch- a scheduling change. So, but either way, we're, we're going to be able to make this work just fine.
0: Well, that's very cool. And, and I, that was my question: was is well, you're from California, but uh, you are starring in a film shot in the Cambodia.
3: What was right. Like? <laughs> well. This is like this is like always the golden age question it's i mean not not to knock myself down a couple of pages, but you know, I was born and raised on a on a horse ranch where life was was pretty nice, you know it was beautiful we you know we could wake up and go canoeing in our backyards and and whatnot. you know we worked really hard. My grandfather actually had his hands in the movie business himself, which is kind of why I got my start, but in contrast to being from California and going all the way to Cambodia Southeast Asia to film a movie was yeah yeah a lot of people may not have have experienced that type of traveling and it was it was it was a shell shocker, but it was also like one of those soul searching experiences. not only were we filming the type of film that you know requires you to be um pretty present in the moment i mean not to knock down anybody else's movie but the type of film we were doing, which was a an indie war drama primarily set in the '70s in Cambodia, and let me tell you, when you're in Cambodia in 2009, you you know it, it still looks like the '70s over there because there's not a lot of growth. I mean, even the the capital, Phnom Penh, it's slowly you know coming up in its economy, but I mean, it's it's like a walk back in time. And in, in Cambodia, I mean, just the weather, the monsoons, the the people. I mean, it was just an amazing, a really amazing experience. It was very very trying, but trying on a level of of, of growth. I mean, I came back, just I how
0: how long was the production? How long
3: were you there? We were we were there for roughly two months.
0: Wow! Wow!
2: Wow!
3: Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, the first three days were were just you know waking up to the heat, the humidity. There's a certain smell you have in in, in Cambodia that you just you never forget. <laughs> and it's yeah, it was really amazing. I mean, something on the countryside, working along alongside certain individuals. You know, we were, the Cambodian army was was stepping in to help us out through Brendan Moriarty. You know, the director's connections on the road to freedom and you know, I know Brennan's on the line right now, but he definitely, you know, is with the mastermind for pulling this whole thing together at a young age of 20. And, you know, we can talk about him a little bit later, but, um, he, he orchestrated the whole thing and just taking us, the cast crew producers, everybody over to Cambodia was just, was just amazing. So it was, we were definitely exposed to something that was just so enriching and, mystical in life and the story you know uh, you know though it's loosely based on sean and dana stone i mean really it's a tribute to all the photojournalists that may have gone missing or captured or were executed out throughout the world it's kind of just bringing like what nadine was saying about the publicity stuff it's bringing a bigger voice to something that's already got something worth polishing so uh, that that being said we were it was just really amazing to be an actor getting to be over there and knowing that our story, you know, it's it's bigger than us. It's has. It's not about hey we're movie stars or hey we're actors. Hey we're making a movie. It's more about hey we're we're involving ourselves with something that the world you know needs to know. We need to know what happened over there. It's, it's a, a lot of that has happened in the world. So hopefully this little film opens up some some of those ideals in people's minds.
0: Well, can you? Were there any? Uh, let Let me ask this. How about hardships? I mean, you're now in a foreign country. You're there for two months. There's a different heat and a different smell. And uh, I don't know what the budget for the picture was, but but any particular difficulties or anything?
3: Oh yeah, um, roughing it you know, that you had the, to overcome. Um, you know, it was. It, we we had a lot of a lot of a lot of good luck on our side. As as per like you know the we were there through june and july and that's primarily just just shy of monsoon season so it didn't rain for about six seven weeks straight and all of our shots are in the jungle um prison camps so we really really lucked out on that note as far as like really really hardships you know you know we you know sometimes we were going 15 16 17 18 hour days um trying to be smart with the choices and food so myself and Scott Scott McGuire, which played Dana Stone and Tom Tom with to play of the character Francis in the film wouldn't get sick so you know that, that that was you know luckily we had somebody there prepare preparing our our meals for us that were more i guess you could say americanized but um as as far as major hardships you know th- there was there was some there was a couple a couple things but nothing that was really had anything to do with within the cats i think exhaustion um I know a couple times on my part I just you know you're working those hours in that country and and it was just uh it was it was there were some hard aspects about it but I don't think that the production itself suffered it suffered any 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 casualties as far as not getting off the right shots because of of limitations I know that we had I mean it was obviously very hard to communicate with some of the Cambodians but some of the best acting I, I'd have to say came from some of them because they were just so raw I mean the Cambodian army playing the Cambodians. I you know one thing that was a little nerve-wracking was, was, you know, we were using real military weapons um, from Cambodia. So every morning, you know, when we're getting those pointed at us, we want to make sure that, you know, <laughs> that
2: they're not loaded. I,
3: they, yeah, exactly. And I, I think, you know, in Hollywood, you can use a prop gun and feel just fine. But when you have a real gun pointed at you in, in Cambodia, and you know that you know, these, these military guys got to go to work after they're playing make-believe and don't think wow. for a second that and they don't have to work. I mean, uh, some might think, "Oh, that was kind of ignorant or a bad choice," but really, really, it was. We we made the best of the opportunities and the stuff we had access, access to at the time, and took 100% the highest portions of caution. We were as cautious as we possibly could. Um, I have to say that we were really lucky that we didn't run into any any really any major issues. Even the, when we were using the dolly, the dollies, and the cranes, I mean, in in rice paddies, everything. I, I guess I guess that there was a reason for us to have such a smooth transition. You know, I mean, the plane ride back wasn't exactly nice, but everything else was pretty good in Cambodia. Uh, believe it or not. Wow! Wow! Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. Nadine, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool.
0: Well, I'd like to talk about how you both work together. You know, or 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 the relationship that you have with. Uh, Someone like Josh like the actor you know who's sure. who's starring in this film and or the film itself and and you right. know what you might do or expect from each other, or how, you know. Uh, and Josh, you know, you too. I mean, in other words, if you have press like this show or different things that come up that you need to make appearances at or talk, you know, how that's all structured and arranged through, you know, a publicist and what it's like working together in PR. All right, so uh, take it away, Nadine. And oh, do, okay. are we, are we, uh, and uh, is Mark available? Is he on, the, he, uh, he's not on the line Did yet, he, I don't know. He
1: never got on? No, oh, no. He no, said uh, he was going to come on. And I texted him the number, too. That's odd. Um, well, let me. I'll let me talk for a moment, and then while Josh is talking, I'll try and go find him. Um, one thing that that we do is we represent both films, and we represent individual actors. And when we represent the film, my duty is to the film producer because that's generally who hires us to get the whole film noticed,
0: uh-huh.
1: taken care of, um, and. So I'm not really looking out for each individual actor. And I always tell individual actors when I work with them, it's like, you know, even though there may be a big film that you're in and you know that the the PR company for that big film is going to be on it, they're not looking out for you they're looking out for the film and they may only be talking about the two major leads or the recognizable name in a project. Like I have a client, his name is Cedric Sanders. He's starring in a film uh, with rapper 50 cent. He, it's a, it's a drama called things fall apart. It's the one that uh, 50 lost all the weight for. Okay. And it's a family drama. My client plays his brother. Now Ray Liotta, is like a, practically a cameo in the film. I mean, he's in it, and he plays the doctor, the cancer doctor. And, but the way that they're promoting the film, it's 50 Cent and Ray Liotta. Now, of course, if I was doing the PR for that film, I'd be doing that too because it's Ray Liotta. But, you know, my client, who has, you know, a pretty substantial role in the film, is barely mentioned in the press by the film company. So it's my job to make sure that whenever that film is talked about, and it's talked about a lot, that I also chime in on my client's behalf so that he gets his his notice also. So when I'm working with a big project, it's also better for me because if I'm calling up Variety or I'm calling up E! Entertainment and I say, well, I've got John and Fred and Jane and Mary to talk to you, they're going to be like, oh, okay, we'll take it. But if I'm only representing John, they're like, well, not quite big enough for us. So you have a variety. I bet that's uh, uh, Mark calling in. He's (laughs) buzzing in my cell phone right now in my ear. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Um, um, I know that when I'm working on the project, it's like I have more to sell when I have the whole film. So that's one perspective, and I do my best to make sure that all the different actors get their due. Like in the case of Joshua, he's the lead in this film. I can promote him and talk about him all the time. But Brendan's my client, so I will always offer Brendan first for an interview. So it's like if Josh had his own personal publicist on this project, and he could have gotten double the, the, the goods from it because I would have been put pushing him and his own personal publicist. So I recommend to anybody, you should have both. You should always have somebody in your corner and also work with the people who are promoting the film because my perspective of the whole film is different. And I do both things. I work with actors on either side. So I see the big picture and I do my best to you know, help them all, especially young actors who really need to step up.
0: uh-huh all right. So, um what can someone like Josh Josh would do, you know, as an actor. What what advice do you give actors when they're you know, you're creating a buzz? everybody wants to strike while the iron is hot. You got you got heat, Josh has got a you know, a movie that's in premiere right now, it's 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 showing. You know, Brendan Brenda does too, but what kind of advice would you give actors and, and or filmmakers uh in, in terms of maximizing that? And and how they can
1: best work with someone. Yeah, I mean, talk about it all the time. Talk about it. Tweet about it. I mean, I love, God, social networking. It's the best thing ever to ever hit pr i mean and joshua is excellent at doing this every time i post something on facebook for the movie he reposts it to his friends and then ask his friends to repost it you know google ability is all about reach so every time somebody talks about it retweet it repost it on facebook tell your friends to repost it and so on and so forth and 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 uh, also, it's just the fact that young actors need publicists. They think, well, if I don't have anything big, why should I need a publicist? But I invite Joshua, because I also help him privately, um, and I invite him to other film premieres so that he's out in the public eye and he gets to be seen and known by people. So I make sure that that happens, too. And... uh, Oh, Jesus. Um, And so he the photographers get to know him the the p r people get to know him the the other film producers see him hey, maybe you know he's tall, dark and handsome I mean people are gonna go, "Hey, who's that guy like maybe he would be good in my movie, so you know there's always um uh an opportunity for them to get known um that they don't even think about, and it's all about exposure it's not like. He's going to go to one film, and suddenly they're going to be a cover of People magazine. But seeing at this event and that event and getting involved in charities is another great way to really get known in the business because all the celebrities are involved in one charity or another. And getting to be connected with one and then working with them on charity functions and so forth, you're going to meet and greet other celebrities with similar causes and similar ideas and ideals, and that's going to help you too. I mean, everything
0: that you do is going to help. Oh, that is fantastic. That is great advice. So for uh, you, Joshua, let's take the flip
3: side there. Uh, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just seconding what everything Nadine is saying. She's absolutely right. Um, It's, you know, the PR stuff, I'm under the, the road to freedom umbrella with this, but it's been really nice because Nadine always kind of, she primes me you know she lets me know all right this is kind of what I want you to wear I want you to dress I mean <laughs> she's helped me all the way down all the way down to like hey I you know this is how I think you would look better standing posing and I mean all those things really make a big difference you I mean you want your personality to come through from the the media you want they want to see you warm and and big and they want you you know they want to greet you like wow we're, this guy's magnetizing or this girl's magnetizing we need to to get on that so she's really good with the image PR stuff and about what to wear she's definitely you know really helped out with with the road to freedom stuff I mean we're taking something that's that you know we look we're filmmakers we're not we're not image consultants and p r people so it's been really nice to kind of get briefed on on hey this is what this interview is this is kind of what you should say what the criteria is what you should stick to so not only is it about how you look and, and the media outreach but a lot of it's just it can be simple, you know, simple coaching and how how to, etiquette, how to handle yourself, how to communicate. I mean, obviously, you want to. Hopefully, it makes it easier for someone like Nadine when you have people that already kind of have an up on, you know, how to present themselves. But you know, again, there's a lot of filmmakers out there, and a lot of actors, a lot of people that that need that that extra voice and need somebody that believes in them, that's behind them. I mean, like Nadine was just saying it's not just the Road to Freedoms um, interviews and, and media that I go out on. There's a lot of things, like Kiss and a Promise. There's been so many so many other films out there that I've been invited to be a part of the PR buzz, and it's been really nice. I mean, they, in, in short, everybody's, you know, we're all here to work and all here to to celebrate and be a part of this business, and it's really nice to be invited and, and introduced to some of these people that I wouldn't know had it not been for Nadine and what she's doing. So, I mean, the flip side is... is it's 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 a necessity. It's not it's not a, it's it's not a luxury. It's not oh this this would be great. You have to have people on your team. You have to have PR. You have to have you know it wouldn't look right if I was running around LA try I mean obviously social media. She's right. You know Nadine's right about copying and pasting and advertising. All that's absolutely necessary. I've I've always I've always prided myself of being the first to make sure stuff gets out there because I know stuff can spread like wildfire, especially if it's something worthy, but you know, I'm not going to run around Los Angeles and say, Hey, here I am, everybody. It's you got to have a PR person. You have to have, uh, you know, someone that's, 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 that knows where they're shooting and knows what target they're hitting. I mean, I'm, I'm good in front of the camera and I'm good on the creative side when it comes down to marketing myself, there's only so much I can do. And there's only so much I'm limited to. So having someone like Nadine Jolson step in and help out and I've known Nadine for over a year and a half, two years now. So it's, it's been it's been a loose relationship uh, business wise, but until the Road to Freedom really came into play last year, I was filming another movie in India when uh, Jolson Creative was doing the PR for the Road to Freedom in May, and I had missed all of the the PR stuff for that. So it was really it was a huge blessing this year, the past two months, to be working together. And and um and, and the thing is, is we've had so many we've gotten picked up by so many different uh, variations of of media outlet outlets that the timing, sometimes something will come in the next day or something will come in a week later. So we're all just trying to do the best we can to, to be as prepared and to be there to make sure her job is done correctly, which it is, and that I can be there and step in and do my part correctly and in, in scheduling. But everything's been really good. It's, 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 you know, the road to freedom is definitely, it's helped itself, but Nadine Jolson has really helped us, us out, myself out as an actor um, more opportunities are going to come from that, and, and it, it, sometimes it's simply just exposure. And someone's got to believe in you, and someone's got to know how to spin you. I mean, there's a brand out there. Every every actor, every individual has something to offer of like that that quality, like a brand. And, and, and I mean, Nadine have talked of how I want to be perceived. I want to be branded, and, and what's most important is getting out there, and how you know just how you conduct and carry yourself, and the projects you involve yourself in. So everybody i've met through those channels has been just wonderful so um on my side it's 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 all about okay you you give me the you give me the details you 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 know show me the map and i'm going to walk it so it's it's been really good all right i have a follow-up
0: question i've got a follow-up question to this you're a boy from san francisco you shoot a movie in cambodia and then you're also shooting in india (laughs) congratulations wow
3: well you know, yeah okay. this this is this is this is you know, maybe you can sit down and help me write a book about this one day. This is really interesting because you know, growing up on the horse ranch, I always felt for me i mean this is gonna be from and this is internal for me, this is like how I've always wanted was what I've This has been my dream was to always have the opportunity to move instead of work in Los Angeles and expand out. I don't know why but when I was younger, I always just fantasized about being as far away as I could and moving my way in. And I don't know how it happened that way, if I manifested it or what happened, but I ended up getting cast in The Road to Freedom. And, you know, we were filming in in Cambodia, the Vietnam area, in 2009. So I finished production with that around October, August, October. I came back, and literally three months later, I was living in India for six months. Actually, India, Singapore, Hong Kong, and Dubai, and Fujira, uh, but four different countries filming – a movie called Damn 999 out of India. And that all came about because of the road to freedom. So yeah, you could definitely say that uh, for a year and a half, I was pretty much living all over Southeast Asia and a couple other, um, other regions, but to buy all that. Yeah. Being a little, a little, just somebody from Northern California, just a regular human being like everybody else, which I still am. I was able to, manifest and work really hard. I mean, I don't really believe in luck. I believe in opportunity based off of your determination output. And I just was determined. I never really, when I moved to LA, I never had a game plan on what what would happen if I didn't get where I wanted to go. My game plan was, well, what happens if, you know, I'm never in LA or what do I, you know, I, I always just thought, okay. And it wasn't easy, but I just knew what I wanted. And yeah, I mean, literally Cambodia, and then jump straight over to India to film a, a pretty decent-sized budget Bollywood film, which should be an international release here by Warner Brothers in the next two months. So, and that was another leading starring role. So that was that was that's a whole other conversation. But that all came about because of the Road to Freedom, and, and even you know to tie it into the P.R. bus through Nadine Jolson. You know, a lot of a lot of the the briefings on how to conduct yourself and act. I mean, it's all really important. You know, the the key points. You know, a lot of people, a lot of talent wouldn't understand like when you're talking about cast members. For instance, if I say Brendan, your listeners, Brendan Moriarty, you know, he's a director. Tom, Tom Proctor, he's a producer. The Road to Freedom is the film. A couple, couple interviews ago, I, I wasn't putting those proper plugs in. Now I am because of Nadine Jolson and her ability to help me um, orchestrate that properly and get the word out there, and, and that'll probably help with his interview. So, Nadine, you're probably hearing this. It, uh, yes. it all helps. It all matters. It all matters.
1: Yes, I'm back on. I don't know if you all can hear me. Yeah, hey, it'll, I, yeah you know, be
0: a it's very strange. Test. I came I, I I don't know what had happened there and I don't know. Maybe someone in the chat room could tell me. Um you were talking, I was hearing you. I don't know whether you were going out live or not. I I looked back at the uh switchboard it had you on hold for something like 6 minutes and I don't know. I don't even know how that occurred. It's just one of those very strange things. I do want to say that your website is uh, That's jolsoncreative.com. That's j o l s o n c r e a t i v e.com. Uh, and that is Nadine's website. Uh, we're conversing with uh, Joshua Frederick Smith and uh, Nadine Julson about PR and marketing. Uh, Joshua starred in the movie uh, The Road to Freedom, directed by Brendan Moriarty, who was to be the guest today but uh, is unavailable. And uh, Nadine and uh, and Joshua, Joshua, we had planned to to talk to. At any rate, but uh Nadine stepped up to the plate and uh and made herself available so that we could continue the on air discussion. I did manage while uh we were talking I did manage to change the u r l so it now does read you knowrexx movie talks with or chats with uh nadine uh, Jolson so uh we did manage to change that in part of the biography so that uh, that should go to podcast as as that so um that's where we are uh, at this moment and um let me make sure that i can find can i uh, add a little I'm, something yeah I, I wish you would please do oh um
1: well i just wanted to say um it's what's much more up to date is my facebook which you can find me under nadine jolson or jolson creative is the fan page and my twitter handle is jolson creative
0: and
2: um yeah
0: What's amazing is I was looking at uh, Jolson Creative earlier uh, for your biography and then ended up at your... Actual profile page, just like me. I have Rex Sykes Movie Beat and Rex Sykes on Twitter. I mean, yeah. sorry, on Facebook. And I'm going. I know there was something here that I was looking at earlier, and I could not find it. But it is on the Joseph Creative page. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Um, so let's let's continue along that line. Now, now what what Joshua said was, he said, you know, I I did Rose of Freedom, and then guess what? You know, I ended up in this Bollywood movie. By the way, Joshua, are, are you are you one of the Bollywood dancers?
3: Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, up over and over again people are like oh i love bollywood you know it's ironic i'm the only I'm the only consistent caucasian guy in the film the rest of them are just you know their bollywood stars and i um i actually there is a scene where i am the only it's not a dance number it's kind of it's kind of like a hybrid it's a it's a hindi malayalam movie out of india but it's english and it's shot like a typical american film um beautiful locations but there's a scene where my character is in his college days where he is Dancing, I'd say you probably had a couple of drinks as well. But after seeing the final edit, it's edited down a little bit. But, yeah, you know, you could definitely uh, see my dance number in that. <laughs> but it's not orchestrated. But it was fun. Yeah, we were filming at a studio called Hydra- Hy- 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 Hyderabad in the center states of India. And it's a massive, massive, massive studio. In fact, Ramoji Film Studio, I believe, and I, somebody can quote me on this if they want. You can Google it. It's the biggest film studio in the world. Um, and it's out of India. It's called Hy- Hyderabad. And it's it, you know there's there's a little dance number in there, but the movie itself, yeah, I mean just oh, talk about getting to submerse yourself in the cultural sponge. I mean it was just it was amazing, really. The Roads of Freedom was one thing, like all was beautiful filming in the jungle. I mean we had that contrast. You have you two photojournalists, and then this other one's about nine characters, damn nine nine nine. Is about nine characters that um, are all affected by the corruption of a, of a colonial dam that was put up 999 years back. So that's yeah, that's that's you know people gonna look that up on um, www.damthemovie.com. damthemovie. com and obviously the road to freedom's www.roadtofreedomfilm.com dot com as well.
2: Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's in theaters
1: now.
3: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Nadine. Um the Road to Freedom actually opened last night in Chicago, Seattle, Baltimore, Boston, San Diego, Los Angeles, wow. San, San Francisco. Francisco. San Francisco. I New Mexico Did it might you be say Seattle? Um yeah, exactly. And that's all it's on every all the ticket information show times, it's all on Road to dot com. I know it's all the they're all the landmarks. Um in the in the major cities, and here in Los Angeles, it's playing at the Lumineer, you know, off Beverly. Uh, it's Music Hall Three off off Wilshire and Doheny, I believe, and and we yeah. I, that actually opened Friday, last Friday.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. So that uh, that's very cool. Um, so what now that the movie is is open? I mean, as opposed to some of the things that they could do while the movie was in you know, production and post and
2: transcribing
0: mm-hmm. What what do you continue with now? I mean I mean in other words to keep the buzz going and the movies oh, out there. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you fill us in?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, once we knew we had a distribution date, then I got on the line with New York Times, LA Times, Chicago Tribune, um, Boston Globe, you know, all the major publications to get reviews. Um, and even though we know they're never going to review a small film like this grand, go, oh, it's the best thing since bread, we really need the buzz and, and the 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 value that the New York Times and L.A. Times and so forth bring to a small film like this. So we were able to secure all those reviews for Road to Freedom, it, and it t- takes a lot of work. I must say you can't just call them up and go, hey, cover our film. You have to really work with them and give them a good reason to cover a small independent film that's showing in one theater in one town at a time kind of deal. Right. Um, and then next is, you know, we know what's going to happen next, video, it's going to be on DVD, it's going to be video on demand, it's going to be on Showtime or whatever, you know, Netflix. Right. So we want to keep the bus going so Lord. we can bring a bigger audience to them.
0: Well, that's very cool. So... So, um, going, do you know, I mean, do you have any idea how many screens you have? Is there a number involved, or, or how many? Um,
2: any? Well, they
1: have limited screens in each of the cities. They're doing exclusive engagements, which is, you know, a smart thing to do. The film doesn't need, you know, people don't go to the movie theater that they used to. People go, no, and don't. I don't even, and I work in the movie business. I mean, I am a nut for Netflix. I am, the, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me Netflix and TiVo and and I can watch movies when I want watch television shows when I need to and uh I don't I don't go out to the theaters as much as I used to I go when it's a when it's a film that needs to be on the big screen for me I need the visual of being in the theater but if I don't need that I generally will watch it at home so the the I believe that they're going to make so much more money in this end of the business on a small film like this, especially on video on demand and Netflix, and so on and so forth. So it's really crucial that they get good buzz for small theatrical, and then they can move forward to where you're really going to reach your audience.
0: Well, I, I just think it's exciting. I mean, there's a lot of small movies out there that don't get multiple screens, you know, or, or things that open, they get to, you know, if they're lucky, they de- debut in one city, and if that's successful, they, you know, move to another city, so sure. the fact that this is it has as large of an opening nationwide as it does, whether that's large or small, uh, I think is, is very cool. Can you speak to how the film got picked up? I mean, once it was made, we, we don't have the luxury of talking to Brendan, but... Uh, but, uh, you, know, the, the, you know, did did it play festivals, or did it just go Well, the they room? did,
1: yes. They took it to the Cannes Film Festival, not the uh-huh. first Cannes Film Festival, the Cannes Film Market, um, uh-huh. because it being an internationally-based film, that was a really good place for it. And they hired a, a sales agent, Um and was able to start reaching out and getting getting a feel for it, and then they come back and, and everybody pretty much says, well, how much P&A money can you put up, and then we can move together. You know, it's, it's small independent features that have to have an out-of-the-box marketing plan for the film after the fact because distributors aren't just dropping millions of dollars here and there on little indies anymore because it's just... Right. The whole world has changed, especially with VOD. So, what's happening is people are saying, "Well, you know, put up P and A, P&A, um, and we'll match it, and we'll work with the theater chain, and we'll put it out in you know, X amount of cities." I mean, we're in major DMAs—Boston and Chicago—and you know, and so on. So, I mean, they've they've done spectacular with the small film with *Road to Freedom*. Um, not everybody has that opportunity, but it means that. They have to raise the funds. I mean, Brendan helped raise the funds for the P&A for this, so that's how we were able to do it. And well, that, what you know, I recommend that to to anybody because if you can come up with funds and people will match the funds, um, it's kind of like a maverick way of of doing fund distribution, but it's becoming very common
0: absolutely absolutely that's very cool can you can you can you speak more to that uh, what what these uh uh filmmakers out there might consider as a strategy for doing that sort of thing or or and or, oh, sure. and how
2: well,
0: how your help helps them uh you know, because cause when there's buzz, I mean, even if the movie isn't out, if there's a lot of buzz, that's one of those things that can help a filmmaker because people will say, well, you know, I heard about this. This is cool. You know, and they might want to jump on board, whereas if, you know, if they don't know anything, then it's this uphill battle, so.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm working on a project with another filmmaker that I'm, I'm working on. His, I think it's the fourth or fifth film that we've done together, and we're about to make a huge casting announcement for the lead of the film, which is really fantastic, I mean the casting is brilliant for this movie and announcing that and especially announcing it in the trace, is going to help bring in and, and attract the other cast members because we're going to get some buzz on it and then they're going to be like oh I want to be in that movie that looks really good So, I mean, everything helps. Everything works along the way. Most independent filmmakers are doing this this new thing where they're kind of self-distributing. You know, it's a new out-of-the-box way of thinking. They're doing, you know, guerrilla marketing plans. They're hitting the streets with posters and postcards and concepts and social networking campaigns are huge for films huge for films it's another thing that people should start instantly i mean the second they cast their movie they should have a facebook fan page reaching out you know and building up their fan base and Uh, They're working with companies like Landmark Theaters and and, and other companies. There's a a company called Freestyle Releasing that that works um, on smaller projects, uh, independent films, and they work hand-in-hand to help you self-distribute, basically. So it's it's a whole new way of looking. It's not like just make a movie and then everybody's going to want to buy it. It's make a movie and put it out yourself, with the help of the experts, the marketing, and the people who have the context of the theaters, and the the people that uh, know how to do the ad campaigns, and and so on and so forth. But if you can raise you know million dollars for P&A, you can do a lot.
0: Uh, well, absolutely. That sounds that sounds like very sage sage advice. Uh, mm-hmm. Between the two of you, any particular? last minute you know, I mean we're not at our last minutes but just any kind of uh good you know I mean you've given so much advice both of you but I mean good advice for both the uh a filmmaker uh, working with a publicist and an actor working with a publicist um um you know if you had to i guess boil it down to like one thing Joshua what would you what would you say is the most important thing that somebody um like in your position, some actor, or some, let's say some an actor who is is uh, just starting out. You know, they're 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 working some, but they're not really uh, you know, working a lot. What would you say is crucial? Because you know what I loved, I loved when you said you know, and and I may have commented earlier. Um, you know, somebody they'll tell you how to stand, or they'll tell you what to wear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I God, I would love that. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it was, yeah, well, you're talking.
3: Talking to the pro on the other line, man. I think that's your
0: off. <laughs> well, I'm going um, to come back and, and have her tell me more about that too. But 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 you know, you're in a position now where you got you know you got a movie out. You know that you, you did a lead in. You got another movie coming out. You got some stuff. Well, what do what do actors need to know? What 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 best advice are you could give them now about
2: making well, it?
3: It's it's a good question too, and, and uh, you know, without steering somebody incorrectly, it's it's one of those things where there's really no right or wrong way to get into the business or to pursue it. I mean, obviously, you want you hope that my like myself or any individual will try to follow the the, the line of integrity and just do things the right way. At the end of the day, I mean, it's it's a hard it's it's a 24 hour a day job. I mean, you you, you could be doing even even if you're not really just in my experiences, you I cannot be doing working for a couple months to a year. And in between that, I mean, your mind, your brain is constantly taxing itself because you're setting up meetings, you're meeting producers, you're meeting other filmmakers and other directors. And as long as you're being proactive, I mean, I think the the biggest crutch to any actor is going to be either themselves or lack of ambition. I mean, you just really have you have to be ambitious. You have to have – you have to know what you're pushing. I mean, everybody's got a type, and everybody technically can be a product. I mean, you, you we all fit a certain – fill a certain role and a lot of actors might be going against their grain. They might be submitting themselves or getting agents or managers or, or or putting themselves in positions where they're not getting the best opportunity because they're not quite sure how they're registering, whether it be in the audition or whether it's, it's in, 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 as being, you know, castability. Um, But sure, you know, if it's something you're really passionate about, if you're really determined, if you really, really want it and you, you have, you know, there's, there is there is a lot of, I mean, sometimes there's there's been things that I've been casting where it, it happened where I'd bump into somebody that, that I knew through a third party, and other times it would be through auditioning. So it's really good to put yourself in positions, you know, properly where you're going to get that exposure, like you kind of what Nadine was saying, going out to these different red carpet events, going to these different social media events, uh, film premieres, your people are getting to, they're getting familiar with you they're getting to know your name but at the end of the day it always comes down to your work what you what you are branded by what you're in what you have coming out um i mean not everybody's going to be able to go to cambodia and india and southeast asia to make movies but i mean i'm also not going to get the same opportunities a lot of other people are going to get some people could have um no experience at all and and there's an individual that that worked in the movie Troy. I can't remember his name was Brad Pitt, but he had no acting credits and literally just was thrown in that movie. And then, you know, he's had a, a career and, and he was in Tron. He was in the late, latest one with Gwyneth Paltrow as a country singer. I can't remember his name, but he's a great talent. You know, good looking, everything. But so there's no right, right or wrong way. I mean, everybody has a path. I, I, uh, so my advice really is, is you have to believe in yourself. And there's going to be a lot of times where, you know, that's going to be – there's going to be a conflict with that. I mean, not everybody. It's just you have to really know what you want. You have to know how you want want to be perceived. You you have to know how you want to um, live with yourself and your choices. It's, it's very important to stay positive. I mean, that's probably the most important thing is pos- pos- having a positive outlet and being confident and really, really surrounding yourself around people that are constantly trying and working at being better at what they do because those are the people – you know that's the pack of wolves you wanna run with. I mean, you just wanna be around people that are constantly getting better, striving for more um I mean obviously studying, working on your craft, there's so many variables, but it all starts with how you feel about yourself. So if anybody that's listening that wants to pursue acting and believe in yourself know what you want, you get one shot at it, so make the best of it.
0: Cool, very good, very good. Yeah. hey Nadine Nadine,
3: she on the phone with Mark. All right. <laughs>
1: No, 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 I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, oh there you are, hi. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry if I woke you up. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 I have an iPhone, and every now and then um, it hits oh, the mute
0: button. So, oh, I, you know, my pet peeve is that <laughs> very thing about the iPhone, that and the way you have to turn it on in order to answer it. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, here's, here's my question. I, I mean, I asked you for the, the, you know, summing up, you know, advice. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I got this question. Um, I, I have had conversations with friends of mine, actors friends of mine, and, and acting coaches and, and other people and agents about knowing who you are as an actor, as a talent, knowing your type, mm-hmm. knowing how other people perceive you, and knowing how someone, an agent particularly, would sell you. And And some people are very savvy that way. In other words, uh, a friend of mine and say I know exactly that I am the leading man type, or I know I'm exactly this kind of character type, uh, male or female. The uh, the question that I have is is the value of a uh, publicist, an uh, image consultant, somebody who can can um, objectively look at someone and say, you know, you really aren't what you're going for. You're more like this. And if you know, if we, if you know, if you would let someone. Develop you and and get their hands on you. You know you could be sold probably very successfully if if you understood your if you understood your image in this fashion. Uh huh. So well, so that question, image consulting and, and, and oh, well, building it. Oh that's
1: what it's all about. I mean, my background. I was a creative art director in the ad business. Is how I started off. And so, my job was about branding. It was about branding products and services on a daily basis. And so, there's no way for me to not look at an actor or a film as what the brand is. What is your message? How do you want to convey that to the world? And what is your goal here moving forward? Because for all indie filmmakers, every piece of PR work that I do like say on the road to freedom this isn't about getting PR for road to freedom this is about moving Brendan up one notch so that his next project can get funded that's what it's all about, it's all about your next project it's never about the project that you're actually working on, it's about building your brand for the future and what I tell actors and uh, producers and directors and everybody that I work with, it's all about how you present yourself and it's you know, my formal name of my company is Jolson Creative Image PR, and our work is all about building an image. It's all about branding who you are, what you are, and how you're going to take it out to the world. And we help you with just like Josh talking about what to wear, how to pose, what events to go to, what charities to get involved with, um, how you talk about your film, how you talk about your other projects. Um, we have really stiff media training to either individual clients or projects. It's so important because it's all about impressions. I mean, everybody listens to what you say, looks at what you're wearing. You may not think that they do, um, but they're making a judgment and an impression based on how you present yourself. And if you look well put together or you look a little artsy or you look a little sloppy, like you don't care, like everybody thinks, oh, well, I don't want to, like, overdo it. I want to kind of be chill. But it looks like you don't care. And if you don't care about your project, how are we supposed to care about your project? So there's so much that goes into it. And I sit down and I literally do... Um, look books with my clients, and I take and I pull a bunch of pictures off the Internet of other actors and so forth that kind of have a vibe or an image that I think would work for our clients, and I pull and I, and I sit there and I go, look at this picture and look at that, and this blue works with their hair, and that hairstyle doesn't work for you, and, and I get um, very involved in that with some of my clients.
0: That is awesome. That is, I mean, absolutely awesome. And it's a good way to think and a way to structure uh, one's thinking. And I think too often we think of the on-camera talent as the ones that are doing the branding. But, I mean, nowadays everybody – behind the scenes works with agents, you know, <laughs> cameraman grips, you know, everybody has somebody who represents them. And yes. while they may not, you know, it may not be a grip or makeup artist needs to, to be branded to the public. You certainly need to, you, you certainly have to jump in on that and make yourself known and be the makeup artist for the stars that everybody wants or the grip that everybody needs on the picture. Uh, mm-hmm. So so this is not something that is, is uh, or should be foreign to anybody at any position yeah. or any uh, on, on a movie set but obviously those people the screenwriters the writers uh, screenwriters the actors the directors the cinematograph, you know the people who are you know you know the upfront people more often or are not are, are the ones who who this is particularly relevant to um but that is but, but it is absolutely fascinating go ahead
1: where everybody's doing it you think that Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't have an army, making her look fabulous for every appearance and and on air, you know, on air radio interview that she does, etc. I mean, you name any top celebrity, they have an army, an army getting them ready and prepped and and uh, you know, coiffed and and the clothes picked out and the nails done and you know, you name it, it's all done and exactly what to say. And I mean, it's part of our job. I mean, we give you know notes to all the clients before they do interviews exactly what to say and how to say it and what verbiage to use i mean it's it's down to an art and everybody's doing it so if you think these little independents don't need it then you know then you shouldn't be in this business because if you want to play with the big boys then you have to play the game you have to do everything that they're doing and do it to the best of your ability
0: wow Well, this has been great. uh, I'm going to let you have the final word right there. And, Joshua, this has been fantastic. I'm so glad that you were able to join us. I am going to say that I'm I'm saddened that Brendan wasn't able to to join us today. Uh, We'll have him on at another time so that we can talk about the movie. But I am excited. By all the valuable insights that both of you have provided uh to this show and to the listeners and, and for stepping in and, and, and taking over in this way, because it is a topic that definitely needs to be addressed and more people need to be aware of and and okay. and you know and to embrace and to benefit from so uh, uh i I'm want to give you Nadine the last word in in okay. terms of of this and again uh it's uh the creative at Facebook.
1: And yeah,
0: Jolson, Jolson, Jolson Creative, and Facebook? Facebook, and Jolson Creative at uh, uh, Twitter, and it's And J-O-L-S-O-N, like like Al Jolson, right?
1: Like Al Jolson, my 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 great uncle. That's my family. Your great although uncle. Although I can't sing.
0: Any, does anybody anybody in your family ever sing like your great uncle? No,
1: none of us can sing a note. It's really sad. I must say. Wow. But uh, but we all really support the film business, and I love working in the film business. I mean, every time I work with a new filmmaker and I watch their film Blossom and then Blossom as filmmakers, I get... Oh, it just warms my heart, and I and I'm just so proud and so honored to be part of this business. Like, what a treat that I get to work with these people, and they're creative and they're they're um, interesting. And and being on the sets and watching the films getting made, and and then like taking it to Sundance or or Toronto or you know Tribeca. It's just and then it, then it's in theaters and then it's on DVD, and it's 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 wonderful. I I, I jump out of bed every day because I'm so excited about the work that I do. That is I am to a little crazy that way, but I also <laughs> want to add one more thing. I want to really thank you, Rex. I mean, I I think what you do and and how you um are willing to talk about people behind the scenes is so valuable because there's so many young filmmakers out there that that just don't have a clue, and there aren't a lot of people guiding them and showing them the way. They're just kind of fumbling around, just kind of trying to do it themselves. So it's very gracious of you to uh to look at the other side to the film business, not just who's in front of the camera, but the people that uh really help everybody. And I think it, you know, perhaps can help these young filmmakers get their next movie project made. And then they'll be on your show talking about their project.
0: (laughs) There you go. Well, I sure hope so, and I appreciate you saying that because, I mean, ultimately that was, you know, when I was a young filmmaker, young actor – uh, in Hollywood that was the thing that I had wanted so desperately was someone to take me under their wing and go hey this is what you need this is what you need to know and uh, you know and being part of the film community and producing and directing I realized that you know every in fact you know a, a, a very visible actor I won't say who because he told me this in private but he said the reason I did your show you know before we got to know each other he said was because you give a voice to people that do normally have a voice he said everybody wants to hear from me you know because I'm an actor but but uh, you know you were yet sound people or you got script supervisors or things like that and and not everybody gets to hear from them and so uh that 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 warmed my heart because that is exactly why yeah. I'm doing it so that so that everybody who who is because everybody, everybody who's on a movie you know, uh, periphery or in uh, the crew or uh, below the line, as well as above the line, is an important cog in an Im- in an important project. They are they are irreplaceable, and uh, yeah. they all need to be heard from. So I appreciate that. I yeah. want to just We all matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly do. Everybody just,
1: matters on a set. I want to quickly.
0: Truth. That that's the truth. I want to I want to get back to Joshua here for a second and say, do you have a Facebook page or Twitter or something that uh, the audience can hear from?
3: Yeah, I have several several. I'll shoot them out right now. There's Joshua Frederick Smith, just on Facebook, there's a fan page, Joshua Frederick, Joshua Frederick Smith fan page. There's www.joshuafredericksmith, which is my personal acting website, um, roadtofreedomfilm.com, damnthemovie.com. There's IMDb, which is, you know, just look up Joshua Frederick Smith. There's a slew of things under Google if people want to know what's going on. But definitely for the film project stuff, I will go under IMDb and just look at my name, Joshua Frederick Smith. But, you know, just to trail off, you you guys are right. I mean, every actors usually are the ones that people want to see and get in the interview, but honestly, everybody else makes them look good. I mean, there's a lot of credit that's not being given to uh first eighties, second eighties, directors, hairstylists, everybody. I mean it's a it's a full blown collaborative effort. And I know we don't have time to talk about that, but it, it every it takes it takes everything to make the magic work and it really does.
0: Oh, that's very cool. Very cool. Well, I, I wanna say thank you. Did did I let you say the last word? Did I give you the last uh No,
1: oh, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm just really um <laughs> I'm honored to uh get to do this today. I i I'm always setting things up for my clients and um because it's always about them. So to have an opportunity to kinda, you know, get my voice out there too a little bit is all good. You know, I need my own PR too. <laughs> Well, there you go,
0: and you know what? And and uh, yes, like I yes. said, it is uh, Rex Ike's chats with Nadine uh, Jolson. Uh, PR is the uh, is the title of the show. That, that what we'll do is we'll create a separate web page, you know, that'll go back up on my site, and and we'll promote that so that people know how to find it. Um, and so I'll talk to you about that after the show. But uh, both of you have been so good to step in, and uh, w- I wish to continue this with both of you uh, in the future as well, because there's lots more to be able to to uh, to cover. And and if we get Brendan on at some point, maybe Josh will come back at that point. We could talk to uh, you again, you know, about the making of the movie. And uh, in the meantime. Uh, I want to thank you for being here. I wish you both a fabulous day and thanks so uh, much. thanks so much. And I will I will uh I will uh call you back in just a few moments like okay. and uh and we'll we'll continue the discussion. Thank you both.
1: And thanks, Joshua.
0: Thank you, Nadine, for bye. calling me in New York, so I appreciate it guys.
2: Bye bye, Look bye to next time. Bye bye. All right, thank
1: All
0: right. you. All right, uh, two fascinating guests and again I mean I'm very lucky that uh that uh I was able to uh uh that they were able to step in and uh today with whatever transpired so uh, I'm glad that uh, you my listeners are here I appreciate you tuning in and joining us in the chat room if you would please live or archived go ahead and leave comments about the show there at the player please do rate and review the show uh, at the iTunes podcast and subscribe there's over 200 podcasts subscribe download them to your favorite electronic device so that you have them with you wherever you go Uh, that would be really cool then you'll never miss an interview you can also subscribe to the web website itself, RexSykes.com by clicking on the welcome button at the clicking on the RSS feed at the welcome page and then you'll always be updated the changes at the website. Uh I appreciate you being here. It's Rex Movie beat Friends page uh on on Facebook as well as Twitter, Rexykes Movie B T on Twitter, Rex Sykes Movie BT on Twitter. And YouTube has Rex Sykes Movie Beat. Again, that's now completely spelled out again. Uh, Rex Sykes Movie Beat, spelled properly. Uh, there's a, a channel up there as well.
2: So anyway, I want
0: to thank uh, Nadine Jolson and Joshua Frederick Smith for being here and for you, my readers and listeners of Movie Beat for being here. Many more exciting guests coming up in the near future, so be sure to stay tuned and please keep sharing this website and these interviews with all of your friends and your contacts and do keep Commenting. Thank you. All right. Now, also remember Madison Horror is coming up this weekend, the 7th and 8th in Madison, Wisconsin, if you're in the listening area, and The Return of Joe Rich uh, premieres this weekend at the Chicago International Film Festival. They scheduled some extra shows. Go to the, the Chicago International Film Festival's website and, uh, and look those up. All right, everyone, have a fabulous day. Make your movies and complete your projects. Until we meet the next time, that is a wrap.